Welcome to Keeping Track, a Trackmania community podcast where I interview your favourite community members and ask them the same set of five questions. The guest this episode is Zephyr. As, uh, as one of the people I speak to most in the BITM community, it was really nice to have a good chat with him, and uh, I'm sure you will enjoy the episode. Right, so question one, uh, when did you get into Trackmania and what was it that got you hooked? So that will have been around 2007. Um, when I was in the first year of college, um, my the people I sat next to in uh, applied IT uh, were talking about this game that was a driving game, and it was like skating, um, like ramps and loops and all that kind of stuff. I don't know who's doing loops when they're skating, but um, it sounded pretty interesting, so I gave it a try. And I think for every night for a week, we were playing that together. Um, and then it got to the point where I was playing it when they weren't online and I was playing on random servers, trying to get records on those servers, like trying to get the best average local record across all of the maps on a, on this random local server, like FBI full speed or something. Um, and then I got to the point where I was like, we should join a team and do tournaments. And then my friends were like, yeah, we're not really that interested anymore. <laughs> um, so I, I got hooked on trying to chase best times and joining teams and the idea of competing, basically. So for the Trackmania Zoomers, and also for me, uh, 2007, what game would that have been? Uh, Trackmania Nations ESWC, very briefly, and then um, Nations Forever came out, and it was all that. So, yeah, okay, good old Nations Forever. I think you're definitely winning the earliest uh, Trackmania Player Award in 2007 um that's that's very pre 2020 should we say uh so yeah that moment then when you're obviously getting really deep into it and your friends aren't uh were you able to find like a community to play with or was it still quite a solo endeavor at that time i think i eventually found a team i can't remember what it was though i know the server that i was on had a um like a local leaderboard and you could go on and it would show you what your average rank is and i think i spent about a month trying to get first on every map so that my average rank was one um and then i think i may have joined that team like the fbi team and just played some random full speed tournaments or something um but then i, I eventually found a group called um digital races uh dr who played a lot of um, trackmania united uh, so the the other six environments um, and played a lot of tournaments with them and they ended up merging with a, another team called UKR, UK Rockers, uh, to form DRUKR, which is a mouthful. Um, that's and that's then too that many was, letters. That was my team that's... for like a year, I think. Yeah, for, for branding, that's too many letters. If you yeah, have there was, a, a, there was letter, a dash in there somewhere as well. Oh, it wasn't that's, the best. That's peak early, early days of uh, online communities where everything is... Uh, yeah, quite literal, and have, I like the fact they both got UK or, or whatever in their name. I think that's quite nice. Um, so then, coming through, then we've obviously got TMNF. Um, I would imagine then you played all the Trap Mania games in between. Uh, have you uh, have you enjoyed that that journey through? Nope. <laughs> uh, I played no TMNF. No to not enjoying it, or no to not playing. Uh, I no to not playing uh, all of the games. I played TMNF until two thousand and eleven. Uh, and I was on a um, couple of pro teams, um, first Four Kings and then Team Infused. And on Team Infused, the team actually started getting really good. Um, I think we were like Div 2, 
CPS, pushing for Div 1, and I wasn't making lineups for matches because people were out qualifying me. And this happened over and over again, and I ended up just rage quitting essentially, and I went and played League of Legends or something else. I can't remember what, can't remember, but I basically didn't play Trapmania between 2011 and 2020. Oh wow, that's that is a that is interesting. Uh, I can see in your in your Liquipedia there's a um, there's an ESL Pro Series tournament winnings of uh, of of, of forty eight dollars from two thousand and nine, uh, and then yeah, there's a giant gap to uh, to the return to T- TM twenty twenty and uh, Formula League and seasonal county uh, country championship. Now, what's really interesting is when we introduced uh, when we interviewed. The BIPL podium uh, of uh, Wizzy, Epos, and Boz. Uh, I think all of them mentioned you as someone who they sort of, you know, uh, played with or looked up to when they started. But that was also kind of your return to t- Trackmania. But did you feel with that experience that you were able to step into quite a competitive role, like being able to be quite competitive and also understanding how a community around this game would work and, and operate? uh yes on both accounts i think initially uh the british and irish scene wasn't particularly competitive so when this game came out um i think there were some players playing like leo scotty and pack they were still kind of around playing some trap mania too um so when this game came out a lot of the old tmnf people who hadn't played for years all got the game made a discord server and that has grown into what is the British and Irish server. Um, we kind of made a conscious choice at some point to turn it into a community and invite anyone and everyone that we saw on leaderboards or in matchmaking or wherever and kind of organically grow it. Um, it very quickly, I became uncompetitive, though. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, I think the first few TSCCs I was in England, England one lineup. Um, and then I eventually started getting out qualified or just didn't have the time or whatever. And now we've got I don't know, you probably have a list of 20 people in, in our region who are better than me at the game, which is fantastic, but also not. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I keep telling you, Chris, if you if you stop doing so much admin and try and qualify for BIPC or BIPL, then we can we can really do the uh, show them what you've got. Um, but uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's really interesting, I think, as well, to see, like you mentioned, there wasn't really much presence for the UK and Ireland at all really um in previous games just a few names and then now we're at a spot where three and a half years later we've got three people being represented in the world championship uh two of which are not pack uh <laughs> only one being someone who was who was around then has the growth of the scene in in the uk and ireland been something that you've been impressed by or you know has that been as an observer oh i'm definitely impressed by it um and i'm proud of what we've achieved as like a collective of um our, our region like the all kind of 800 people that are in the server like um it's incredible what we've managed to do but i'm not particularly surprised by it because we've always had a lot of players like it's a pretty strong region in terms of um gaming in general and even Trackmania. um i think they don't publish the stats but i think the last we heard officially the uk was the fourth largest region in the game um so it's not surprising the, we've developed quite quite a lot of talent um, but it is impressive that we've managed to actually get people to stay around and get people interested in you know kind of pro level events and training and improving for them as opposed to just sticking with 
whatever initially interested them in the game you know um we've had quite a few people come through the lower divisions or pr prospects in bipl or have just entered bipc um thinking they wouldn't qualify and they did or you know they didn't qualify for one and the next season they qualified for it so you know it's nice to see that people are engaging with that yeah it's um it's really cool i mean as my introduction to the to the community itself was through kj randomly adding me on discord and being like hey there's a group of us and we play trackmania and you should join and i was expecting kind of a small group and then i joined the discord and i was like oh holy smokes there's like i think at the time like 300 people or 400 people here and uh seeing that continue to grow and and being involved in the tournaments and seeing you know the names get better and seeing them represent on the on the global stage is uh is is really cool um my second question, uh, you, we can kind of break it up into two parts because I have a feeling there may be two different answers. Uh, what input device do you use and why? So I use a gamepad. Uh, and the reason is because I've always used gamepads for racing games. So it just kind of feels correct. Um, initially, when I played TMNF, I had an old PlayStation 1 pad, like one of the old gray ones. Um, oh wow! It wasn't one of the original ones that didn't have analog sticks. It did have analog sticks. Um, so I had that, and even that at the time was quite old for its time, if that makes sense. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah. And I had like a USB to PS PlayStation Two adapter that I would plug it in with, uh, and I'd had it so long, and I'd used it for so many racing games that the middle of the rubber on the analog stick, even though it was convex, was now concave. Like I'd basically <laughs> dug out a hole in the middle um and then so that was my entire kind of tmnf uh, era and then i lost that pad or it's disappeared or rightfully been thrown away by someone who was horrified by it um so now i have a, an xbox um elite v2 which i've been using since i think 2021 you've uh, you've migrated to the asymmetrical layout uh, we won't we won't hold that against you uh, i also like the idea that you can sort of claim that you invented the uh sort of dipped in analog sticks i think all game consoles now <laughs> seem to have that whereas at the time i remember like the ps2 controls stuff had this like huge domed things when you like slip off when you're trying to turn a corner in a racing game yeah i i had the weirdest weirdest grip like my thumb would like be perfectly vertical down onto the stick and my nail would just just destroy the rubber I have so many questions about that grip. Um, I'm currently holding a controller trying to figure out, oh, I can see how maybe that would work. That would be, okay, uh, follow-up question. Do you have RSI? Because I can only assume that immediately caused repetitive strain injury. I don't believe so. That's good. You, you made it this far. I'm sure it's not going to sneak up on you uh, just yet. So um, if you had to swap, uh, what do you reckon you would swap to? Well, no one's saying mouse, are they? That's just idiotic. Um, <laughs> wheel, for I'm sure. Tired. Wheel. I'm not using a keyboard. I've tried using a keyboard, and my fingers hurt after five minutes. Have you have you had a go on a wheel uh, just in general for sim racing or racing games? <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I actually have one. I'm looking around my room somewhere. It's in a box somewhere. Um, I've never tried it, uh, but I have tried. Um, so this was back in the day, back playing Trackmania Nations Forever. Um, we I used to go to Insomnia quite a lot. So this would be like Insomnia 30, 31, 32 or whatever. I don't know what they're at now. Um, and they used to have big exhibition area, which I'm sure they still do. And uh, a lot of the exhibitors would have um, 
the kind of events, competitions running throughout the weekend, like whoever gets the highest score on the leaderboard or the quickest time around this track wins a graphics card or a whatever. And um, there was one event in Telford um, at Insomnia where I won, I think, three events uh, throughout the, the weekend. And I came home with almost an entire PC. Uh, and two of them required playing Trackmania with a wheel, one of which was like a you know, desk-mounted wheel. And the other one was that, um, I can't remember what brand it was, but there was a wheel that used accelerometers and you just kind of held it in the air and turned with it. Um, it was horrible, but still managed to win that one as well. That is fascinating. First, I, I really want to try almost like the Mario Kart Wii version of Trackmania uh, using a, uh, a motion-controlled controller that would be really interesting and i also like the idea of you just sweeping all of these tournaments so was the third one also track mania related or was that a different racing game no so they they used to use like the formula one franchise um uh, i think back then i was i think the codemasters franchise only started with 2010 so it must have been the 2011 game um but yeah that they'd set up like a you know here's a here's the car with the default setup um uh, anyone can have like three attempts throughout the weekend drive drive some times around in brazil or something and they'll put a, they had a little leaderboard that they wrote out kind of like the top gear thing where you write out the time and slap it on a board that is uh that is really fascinating um i'm trying to convince uh Zetorate from mini rpg of the week to set up um the nintendo wii version of Trapmania at the lan and create a mini rpg of the week style map in that game uh, and then get people okay. to use really goofy controls. Uh, but I think sourcing all of those components is probably going to be harder than it is worth. Uh, forcing <laughs> forcing the goofy input devices definitely makes it kind of uh, more interesting because that, that, that one event that I won, I think there were four wheels set up and there was a tournament um, of like 1v1v1v1 1v1 1v1 matches, cut mode matches basically on this terrible map that the people that worked at Inwin at the time had made uh, and then just we all had to use wheels we all turned up with our pads like can we plug this in there? no 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 everyone <laughs> use wheel okay cool um, but it, it was kind of fun that is fun uh, level the, the playing field for everyone except Wizzy if he was there for the mythical BITM LAN uh, that I hope happens one day uh, we will have to try and find something particularly goofy uh, yeah. I think uh, Epos wanted uh, console version of Trapmania on a really laggy TV, which I thought was compelling. Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll, sure. s- we'll see. Uh, so, uh, question three uh, What is your favorite Trackmania map in history? Um, yeah. So, I don't have that many favorite maps because I, I don't know. I don't perform very well in tournaments. So, I, I normally train for three, three, four hours and then play the match. And I'm like, God damn it, that went nowhere near as well as I wanted it to. And then I hate the map. Um, but I do have a few good memories. Um, there's one map in TMNF called uh, ESL Creep. And it's by no means a good map or the best map ever. I don't, I don't even think it has any scenery. It doesn't even have like minimal comp scenery. <laughs> it's just no scenery. Um, but there, were, there used to be um, a, a ladder on ESL where you could sign your team up and you could just challenge anyone else on the ladder to a match at any time that suited both of you, gain points, lose points, that kind of thing. And um, in the team I was in at the time, we'd try and do one or two uh, every evening throughout the week. Um, And there was one time where only two of us were available and it's a 3v3. Um, Fun. And I like this map because I was weirdly good at it 
and we had to do 2v3. And I just went, all right, it's fine. Jay, you just focus on getting at least a third. <laughs> I'll just get first every time and we'll, we'll win. And I think we did, we won like 7-2 or something. Um, so it's just a nice memory. Um, not a great map whatsoever, but good memory. That is uh, that is incredible. I like that idea of just rolling up the sleeves. And it's something that unfortunately you can't do in uh, in the current format of 2v2s because it all and, uh, rounds just end in a draw and then it's as soon as you bottle it, you you sort of lose. But um, yeah, I like the idea of, of just yeah. just taking the map on and being like, no, don't worry, I got this. I'll, uh, I'll carry it from here. Um, question four, uh, if you were to take part in a Trackmania Pro-Am event, which celebrity would you want on your team? So I've listened to all of the other previous episodes and they've all gone for Formula One drivers or people who would just have some sort of inherent ability to be good at the game. Um, and Deadmaus. Epos went for Deadmaus. Okay, I respect that. I respect that. Um, I'm going to go in the true spirit of Pro-Am. Um, I'd love to meet David Tennant. I'd love to spend some time with David Tennant. I think he's a wonderfully talented and just by all accounts lovely person to be around. What would be your uh, your favorite David Tennant uh, role that he's had? Um, oh, it's got to be Doctor Who, hasn't it? I uh, <clears throat> never watched Doctor Who. Uh, I really liked him in Good Omens and all the theatre. Oh, stuff. he's fantastic but, in Good Omens. I love that character. That that whole show, I think, is uh, is quite nice. Um, I was very surprised to find that David Tennant has a son who's acting, and he's in uh, House of the Dragon. House of Dragons. Um, oh, and he's one of the uh, he's one of the blonde haired is it Targaryen kids in that show. Uh, he's also in the worst TV show of all time called War of the Worlds, uh, which is not a testament to him. He's very good in it, uh, but do not watch that TV show; it's terrible. Um, do you think <laughs> okay. David Tennant would be? <laughs> just me, I just as soon as you said David Tennant, I was like, I have to tell everyone not to watch that show. It's it's garbage. Um, the Sun is in it, by the way. David Tennant would never stoop that low. Uh, do do you reckon he'd be in? Do you reckon he'd sort of at least? play as if he was being quite into the into the uh into the event um i'm gonna go with the no on that one but i don't think it's about that in a program event it's about you know the entertainment value of trying to teach someone to play the game that would uh, that would be compelling uh and i think would lead to a very confusing graphic when i finally put this program together um, and then we're just going to have David Tennant. But I think that's a good choice. And that's more in the spirit, like you mentioned, more in the spirit of that. We've had a lot of people trying to win the event. The, uh, yeah, if I'm trying to win the event, I'm, get, I'm taking Landon Norris, right? Well, unfortunately, we've no, recently no, 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 instituted no, no. <laughs> a, a... You're not allowed, to, uh, not allowed to get someone that someone else has had. So Wizzy really had first pick in the draft here. See, that's just unfair. Um, it is unfair. Yes, well, we didn't know the format. I didn't realize everyone was going to pick F1 drivers at the time. Wow. Question five, the question that I know you've been slightly worried for, um, and I, I'm sure is the reason you've been ducking this for so long. Uh, what is your Trackmania hot take? How much time do you have? Uh, well, I've got all the time in the world. <laughs> um, I, mean, there's, I mean, there's so many things you can say, right? And so many things that will placate the Trackmania community. And ah, yeah, I agree with that. Um, but I think we should probably avoid Nadeo and Zeratora's topics. Um, so my hot take, I guess it's going to be fairly bland in the end, but like, I think uh, comp players especially um, are a little spoiled <laughs> in terms of uh, their taste of maps. Um, I think mapping is a little 
sanitized at the moment. Um, you have to fit this very, uh, very strict, narrow format of what a map is, which is essentially, I don't want to take my finger off accelerate at any point. I just want to, <laughs> I just want to drive around the map and drift left and right, or not drift, but like glide left and right um, in fourth gear for 45 seconds and that's it. Oh no, I had to release or oh no, I had to break or <sighs> come on, there's got to be some difficulty. There's got to be some, you know, intrigue. I, I'll fall asleep if I just have to hold accelerate for 45 seconds, you know? Do you think that comes from your experience pre TM 2020? Yeah, probably. The maps were a little bit more jank. Yeah, sometimes you'd have like a U-turn drift where you go down to second gear or whatever, and that was totally fine. It still flowed. It still worked. Um, transitions were, you know, you didn't have all these custom blocks with a smooth instant instant <laughs> transition. It was just a, you know, flat to banked instantly. The car bumps around, like, but it was fine. That that was manageable. Um, but now everything has to be kind of sanitized and softened, and the car can't possibly leave the ground at any point. And yeah, I just <laughs> I'm not a fan. Do you think the particularly the players um, negative reaction to these maps is because of the nature of the current, you know, uh, identity focused approach that Nadio have on, on their competition maps with very, very interesting identities? It's perhaps almost a revolt against that and they just want more like practical, repeatable and what they deem as more skill testing maps. I mean, potentially. I mean, I can get behind that sentiment as well. But um, no, I just, I don't know. I, I come from an era where you either played full speed with the other three people that played full speed, or you played tech with everyone else. Um, and that was pretty much it. Um, but now there's so many different styles. Um, you're trying to shoehorn every single style into a mixed map. Um, and a lot of the times you'll have a map where okay, fine, it flows nicely, it, it, it plays well, but you haven't left the ground at all. There's been no bumps, there's been no jeopardy, you've just been in fourth gear holding accelerate and turning a bit for 45 seconds. Um, I don't know, I feel like it can be more interesting. There we go, a, a call for more interesting maps. We'll see. Uh, I think there's there's been a lot, well, there's been a lot of discussions on maps recently in various Discord channels and, uh, and, and whatnot. It'll be interesting to see what a post world championship looks like see what lessons are learned for next year and particularly for other tournaments that are running um i think it's interesting you mentioned you know there's loads of different styles now i feel like there's a there's a tournament for each map type basically you know i'm i'm, I'm expecting to see like a, a wimbledon trap mania series that's only on grass or something um hey that i wonder if that sanitizing a close second for my uh favorite map was a sargs map which is basically just tech and grass <laughs> i love that style <laughs> that's uh that's good to know um our final question then are unique to each person question and we've kind of already covered it but um what do you think is the worst thing about trapmania 2020 uh compared to previous installations um so, so whilst i don't whilst i don't think that there's that much wrong with it the weight of the car is pretty annoying and i think this also uh relates a little bit to the mapping um, where I was saying, oh, the car couldn't possibly leave the ground at any point. There's an element to that, that the car genuinely can't possibly leave the ground because it's it's a house. Um, if you compare it to TM2 or Trackmania Nations Forever, 
like th there the car would you know jump really easily it was it was much lighter you could flick it around a bit more um the car in this game is a little heavy and it does lend itself to the style of maps that we have where you kind of have to stay on the floor uh, stay on the ground and keep your momentum up and all that kind of stuff it's probably the only thing that's, that's annoying i think that's really interesting because we i've realized now we've actually already had this part of this conversation uh where we were in a voice chat a while back and i was trying that um rpg map uh and i think you were quite ill and we were in there with Voz and a few other people um and i was mentioning because i was playing tm2 and i was like this feels so different and there was kind of an, a, a conversation or an argument or you know just a general discussion on well how how different does it feel really and one of the things that I uh, was discussing is the fact that, like, in TM2, it feels like you don't get stuck as much. Like, you can kind of drive most of the time. Like, even if you're on a really steep slope, I feel like you can, you know, get away from where you are or whatever. Whereas I feel like in, in TM2020, there's a lot of, you know, when you do, like, I, I end up playing a lot of Royal, where you're just stuck. And you're like, oh, I feel like I should be able to get up this hill, but the car's just not moving. Um, and I guess that's probably related to to what you're main, mentioning with the the different mechanics there. Yeah, yeah. If you put the Trackmania Two or Nations Forever car uh, in in this game, um, sausage the sausage blocks are going to be much more difficult. <laughs> you're going to fly off them. You're not going to grip them like from one side to the other quite as quite as well. Um, but I, while you were talking, I just realised one of the worst things about this game is the axle penalty. I don't know how I forgot that. Um, there is no point having an axle penalty. If you've hit the wall, you've lost your speed. You've crashed. That is the penalty. <laughs> we don't need to arbitrarily enforce an acceleration penalty for three seconds. It makes why, no sense. Why, do you th why is that? Like, I, I remember discussions on that um, back when the game first came out, because if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, either it was way worse or it wasn't there at all when it came out. It's one of those two. What do you think Nadio sees in wall bangs and seeing people clip walls that they're like, right, we must punish this. We must really, really screw them over for this. I mean, I can't speak to their rationale. Uh, I can only speak to kind of rumors on what people have said. I, I think it's due. They, they don't like how it looks on broadcast that in their racing game, all of the drivers are crashing into the wall in this specific part because it's the quickest way to do it. Um, and I completely disagree with that. If that's the quickest way to do it, then do it that way. And there is a skill in hitting the wall in the right spot and not completely ruining your your, your, your lap. Um, but that's that's the way they see it, I think. Well, that's uh, that's that's good insight. And uh, no, it's a shame. I, I, I think there's um, some really cool examples in, in Trapmania's history of, of wall bang maps that, you know, oh, there's an accidental run here that you can just absolutely slam into the wall and, and get the car turned and you'll be fine. Uh, and I think it's also weird because I feel like even now, more and more, there's like plastic bounce walls that they end up putting in both, you know, campaign maps and their, uh, and their, and their competition maps. So it almost seems like some wall bangs are allowed. You know, you can hit some walls, but not other walls. Uh, I think that's, uh, that is interesting. But um, thanks for your time. Uh, is there anything you have coming up that you would like to, uh, to let, the listeners know about not really well i mean you know as, as always british and irish uh trap mini discord will be running a league at some point uh, in the new year and running a cup at some point next year um also go check out the beacon world league that's going to be fun thanks for listening to keeping track to listen to other episodes of the show you can visit our Substack at www.nodal.media or you can search the show on your preferred podcast apps 
You can follow the show on Twitter at Nodal Media and even follow me at A. Thomas Davis. Thanks for listening and see you all next time.